every day, Mass is celebrated at St. Dominic's Chapel at the Chancery Offices of the Archdiocese of Atlanta. The following is a recording of today's readings and homily from a previous year. A reading from the book of Genesis. Israel loved Joseph best of all his sons, for he was the child of his old age, and he made him a long tunic. When his brothers saw their father loved him best of all of his sons, they hated him so much that they would not even greet him. One day, when his brothers had gone to pasture their father's flocks at Shechem, Israel said to Joseph, your brothers, you know, are tending our flocks at Shechem. Get ready, I will send you to them. So Joseph went after his brothers and caught up to them at Dalton. They noticed him from a distance, and before he came up to them, they plotted to kill him. They said to one another, here comes that master dreamer. Come on, let us kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns here. We could say that a wild beast devoured him. We shall then see what comes of his dreams. When Reuben heard this, he tried to save him from their hands, saying, we must not take his life. Instead of shedding blood, he continued, just throw him into that cistern there in the desert, but do not kill him outright. His purpose was to rescue him from their hands and return him to his father. So when Joseph came up to them, they stripped him of the long tunic he had on. Then they took him and threw him into the cistern, which was empty and dry. They then sat down to their meal. Looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead, their camels laden with gum, balm, and resin to be taken down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, what is to be gained by killing our brother and concealing his blood? Rather, let us sell him to these Ishmaelites instead of doing away with him ourselves. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh. His brothers agreed. They sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. The word of the Lord. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. When the Lord called down a famine on the land and ruined the crop that sustained them, he sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. They had weighed him down with fetters, and he was bound with chains, till his prediction came to pass, and the word of the Lord proved him true. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. The king sent and released him, the ruler of the people set him free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that everyone who believes in him might have eternal life. Praise and honor to you. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, 
Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a winepress in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally he sent his son to them, thinking, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they knew that he was speaking about them. And although they were attempting to arrest him, they feared the crowds, for they regarded him as a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated for just a moment. Uh, today's readings, especially the, the parable that we hear in the Gospel, should be somewhat evocative. I mean, the, the, the weather is, is uh, lending itself to that as well, but like of Good Friday, right? With a sense of like killing the son of the master, killing the son of the owner of the vineyard, right? Um, and that's exactly what Jesus was getting at in telling this parable. He was trying to not just stir, he was trying to stir the conscience of, of, of the people who were after him. But at the same time, he wasn't in, in any way kind of exposing them so as to keep them from doing it. Right. That's why he includes the part about the uh, the stone that was rejected. Again, it's kind of then also evocative of him saying to, to his disciples, this must happen. This must happen. Right. And they're so baffled by that. Um, how could you allow how could you give yourself over to death? Why don't you do something uh, to you know, why don't you push against that? And so there's a sense that. Um, uh, what, what the scriptures are communicating throughout from the story of Joseph in our first reading all the way to Jesus. And if you kind of want to like uh, put over that the, uh, the, the, the parable kind of being like all the prophets that the master sent and they were all rejected all the way up to their son, the son, Jesus, right? Um, but that's all of scripture. And so Jesus is painting this picture, not just of like the wretchedness of sin and what sin can cause us to do to one another, to sell our brother into slavery and to kill the heir, right? That Jesus is not just putting that forward to remind us of how wretched we can be through sin. He is putting it forward to show nonetheless the mercy of God the Father. Because it's, it's, it's interesting, he doesn't even say like, he says the kingdom will be taken from you and given to those who bear fruit. Right, But what happens is, even those that kill the heir get the inheritance, because that's the mercy of God. It's a fascinating kind of twist, if you think about it. And, and if anything, it, it does baffle us, because, yeah, such is God's mercy, right? Uh, he doesn't say, like, in other, in other parables, like, they will be thrown into Gehenna. 
No, he says, like, I would just give it to someone who's going to produce the fruit, right? And kind of leaving them to this absurd fate in so many ways. Nonetheless, he still gives them the kingdom. He still gives the kingdom, rather, right? And so it's, it's, it's something powerful for us to take, uh, especially in Lent. Again, we focus a lot on our own kind of weaknesses and our sins and things like that as part of, like, the, the penance side of things. But the greater emphasis needs to be on the mercy of God, not to undermine how wicked we can be or to take away our culpability, but rather to allow us the freedom that it takes to truly become a saint. A saint does not become a saint by putting away sin, but by embracing mercy, right? And so that's, that's exactly what this parable is putting forward. And it's similar to the first reading, right? Because Joseph, who they sell into slavery, um, and, and in many ways uh, kind of kill their brother in that sense. They think they have killed him in that sense. The Lord still finds a way through the one they rejected to bring them salvation in due time. It's the same thing. It's the same story, isn't it? But again, what is the emphasis if not that God is able to heal the wounds of our sin and our wickedness, transform it, convert us, and then show us his mercy, Right? And that, in a nutshell, is really what this Lenten season is supposed to be about. So let's pray with that today. Um, that Yes, um, we can do wicked things through sin. We can do things that are unspeakable. Um, but the Lord desires uh, to forgive us. He desires us to know his mercy in a way that truly, truly can set us free. And then, then recommits ourselves to each other. And we can sow the seeds of God's kingdom in the world today. The preceding podcast is a production of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Atlanta. Copyright 2024.